Crystal Chronicles, the podcast born about Sailor Moon Crystal. And here are your hosts, Maku-chan, Seiya, Yaten, and Ranma. Hello, and welcome to the Crystal Chronicles, a Sailor Moon podcast dedicated to all things Sailor Moon Crystal. On this podcast, we will discuss the latest episodes and compare them to the original anime and manga. You will get our opinions of the series, animation, voices, and anything else you could possibly think of that ties into the greatness that is Sailor Moon. I warn you now that we will be talking about spoilers, so if you haven't seen the latest episodes, don't complain to us. My name is Mako-chan, and with me for this podcast is a group of people just as obsessed as I am about Sailor Moon. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. How's everybody doing today? Uh, I survived my theater shift. I won't go into it, but it was horrible. I'm just hanging in there. Found the other missing memory card from ZenkaiCon, so I've been plugging away. Yay. My Bacon Fest was canceled, so yeah. I don't know why they would cancel Bacon Fest. I mean, if they could keep the Sakura Matsuri going, I don't see why they couldn't why they couldn't keep Bacon Fest going. I they didn't get enough bacon. Mm. Actually, from what I hear, they didn't. No, look at that. What? Everybody's everybody's complaints for yesterday's day was that the trucks didn't do anything uh, bacon centric. That most of them were just their regular trucks, even though the winery said that each truck would have specific bacon-centric things. And that the trucks that did have bacon-centric things, the lines for those trucks were over an hour long. And by 3 o'clock, most of the trucks had run out of food. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And then today, even though they said yesterday that rain or shine, they would be going on today, uh, it was posted from the winery at about 1 o'clock, stating that because of the weather and the potential for heavy rain, they decided that they were going to cancel it. Meanwhile, I had gotten there about 11.30, driven all the way there, only to find out from somebody else on the uh, event page once I got there that they had canceled it. I'll be demanding, like, yo, some reimbursement for gas. Y'all ain't telling nobody after I spent all this gas money? Come on. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't give a fuck. I know. Nope. <clears throat> That's a new one. Is that a flying talk combined into one word? Sure, we'll go with that. I'm okay with that, too. All right, so let's do quick introductions, and then we'll go on to the actual episode. Yay! I'm chewing on pizza. Is it pepperoni pizza? No, we made homemade, gluten-free, kind of a fresca pizza. Mm. Olive oil and basil and tomato and fresh fresh mozzarella. Nice. Okay, I'm putting on my backpack. I'm on my way over. It's okay, Ryoga. You get lost anyway. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so 
Between Bites, I'm Sam, I got 10, we're cosplayers, we make really cool shit, and we have more cool shit. Now that my theater run is over and I've got time, I can, yes, can I help you? Um, <laughs> I'm being groomed. Anyway, um, I, I'm going to put up even more cool Sailor Moon shit, so, yay. Awesome. And over here is Ronma, a.k.a. Artemis. I cosplay human Artemis, and I make sure that the recording goes well with the podcast. And so far, we're doing good. Yay. Yay. You're a moderator. Mm. I don't know about... And I'm Mako Chen, and I'm just a bitch. Not a goddess on your knees? Har, 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 har. (laughs) I get your reference. Ha, 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 ha. A funny, quick, funny story. A friend of mine had shared that song, and whoever uploaded the YouTube tagged Alanis Morissette, and I was like, she didn't do that song. So she's like, oh, right, my bad. She deletes it and reposts it again, another link, and it still said Alanis Morissette. And I just said, you know what? Fuck it. Nope. Meredith Brooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so episode... I like it. Yes, it was an episode. Yes. An episode of Epic Proportions. Did everybody like the episode? Yeah. It was good. There were some changes this time around. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not massive changes. Again, not horrible, plot-worthy changes, but there were some changes this time around. Take it away, say ya. Well, we'll we'll get to that. Usually we do the good and the bad and the ugly. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, let's go over what we liked about the episode. <laughs> Mail me not go. Yes. I second say it. I like the fact that she, you got to see her being a giant fangirl, because that is an integral part of her character, even in the Sailor <clears throat> V manga. She, she was just like, fan, fan, fan. She's she's a typical Japanese teenager, and it's really cute that they're bringing that in. She got her compact. <laughs> yes, yes. Apparently, she said like she got her compact. And, and the reference back to Sailor V, which probably blew some people's minds about that, you know. I know we'll never get it, but man, I would pay good money to see them do a Sailor V anime. I, I'd sell somebody's firstborn for a Sailor V anime. And I have a small you'll list get, of... You'll get to see Makoto at the end of the Sailor V anime. Well, actually, you see snippets of, I think... Oh, I think you see Usagi and um, Nadu for sure. Right. In Sailor V. Because you see them at the arcade. Right. And actually, she doesn't she at one point see all of them and they're walking away and she's just like, I wish I could say something to you. I don't know. I never got just to finish reading the manga. I would, but it's like locked up in, st- in my one of my storage bins in a closet. You ever come visit? You can borrow ours. I'll probably yeah. sit there. All and I read know it. is that Mako- at the end, when her and Artemis are on the train, Makoto passes them and thinks, "Why does she have a cat with her?" <laughs> it's just something you know, inane like that. So yeah. It's a convenient plot device. It is. 
Because then, lo and behold, look, you know, there's a girl with a cat, and she doesn't recognize them. <laughs> nice. But anyway, um, I'm flipping through the manga, so I don't miss anything this time, because right. I, again, forgot to take notes, as usual. Blah, blah, blah. So I didn't realize, because I guess I'm not all that great, great at reading manga, that um, half of what we saw with Usagi was a dream in the beginning. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was actually kind of neat. But, and I also like the fact that Usagi really didn't freak out that she got kissed by a girl. She got more freaked out that she just got kissed, period. <laughs> so that was actually really nice non-homophobia. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, it's always, it's almost like one of those, I got kissed by a girl and I liked it moments. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I, that, that like, I, I, I don't, that Soggy is, is by, and you know what, I can see where their argument comes from. See, I want to make it more pansexual, if that. That would make more sense for her, because, I mean, not, not, uh, not jokingly, I'm serious, mm. she loves everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just the type of heart she has, so that yes. would actually make more sense. But on the other hand, apparently she's also slightly, um, what do you call it, uh, when you can predict the future? Psychic? Thank you. Slightly psychic, but only in the fashion sense. Because in her dream, she predicted the outfit that Haruka was going to wear later in the episode. Mm. That was funny. Any other likes? Oh, I like the whole damn thing. So mm-hmm. I, I have to. I really enjoyed how this is playing out. I think, like, I think as from like last episode we were talking, Crystal's at that point where you know, there's gonna be a little hiccups here and there, but the fact that they're getting it as close as possible, we forgive you. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Minus the generals. Mm. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I kind of like that. I kind of liked having them stay alive, but I didn't like having them stay alive to be squished with, you know, the bad guy's thumb. If you're going to do something, make it make a make it worthwhile. Yeah. That, you know, something that drastic of a change. Right. Like, they they why? still What's could the have died and then the Senshi still could have regained their memories of them. And, you know, they were still gonna get used in the end by Tuxi with the stones. Anyways, mm-hmm. and they they still could have had them be a part of that without keeping them alive just to kill them later. Right. That so, was kind of that, no. That was very stupid. That was the one the one part where I'm just kind of like, uh, hmm. So, but everything else has been right. good. I like the fact that they had the shared dream, which is, well, again, I know a lot of this is straight. I mean, what do we want to say? I want to put it at, like, 92% straight out of the manga at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but still, that means that while it, they made it clear that Mamoru and Ray had the strongest impression out of this, so those are your true psychics, it's starting to show that every one of them, maybe because they're senshi, I don't know, they have a slight psychic ability of some sort. Mm. Even if it's just to pick up someone's projected dream. Mm -hmm. Because obviously someone is projecting this nonsense. Yeah. 
Well, there was another scene in the episode I liked. I really enjoyed the camaraderie between Chibiusa and Hotaru. Yeah, I love the two of them together. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll keep your secret. Well, that's when you actually get to see Chibi be, you know, not a douche. Yeah. Yeah, this section of episodes actually had me liking Chibiusa. Right. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't go back to anime because, you know, when we first saw that first episode for this season, I was really worried they were going to start including too many of her obnoxious traits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they didn't, so bless their little hearts. Yeah, so far, you know, know, that's why Chibiusa gets to be called the pink, you know, spawn. The pink Terra. Yeah. For the anime when, you know, she's really not like that in the manga. True. Um, Another thing that I liked was, I know we've talked about the animation in prior episodes, but when I was re-watching earlier today, I was watching as Usagi was walking the compact brooch on her on her on her shirt. I'm just looking at it and I'm like the um the lines are not even. It should be and I'm just looking at it and I'm looking at the whole scene and I just like the fact that the way that the animation drawing is it's like a throwback to the original hand cell painted anime but you could tell that they were using tablets to draw all the scenes and and so forth and they colored in with whatever software to make it look really good i just thought that was like a nice blend of old school and new school okay yeah because honestly if the brooch looked like it was drawn perfectly i probably would have had a problem with that i i like that chibiusa gets her own communicator Yeah. Also, like the fact that they're using their communicators. Like, uh, actually, in the manga, V doesn't um, call. I mean, V. Actually, she does use her communicator to call them. I think. Hang on. Mm -hmm. Or did they just magically show up? Hang on. That that is a bad. That is something that happened a lot in the original anime, where somebody was in trouble and then everybody just magically showed up. Senshi, synchronized swatches. Yeah. Yeah, no, she did actually call them, and then Usagi used her little flip top. So, I don't know. I I, I like the fact that it's a little more logical, so you don't have, you know... There was one episode in the original anime that cracked me up. This was before um, Mamoru knew who he was. All of a sudden, you know, he goes and starts to transform into Tuxedo Kamen again. And he's like, ah, shit, not again. Because it basically it was his, you know, Usagi's in trouble red alert system, apparently. Yeah. And he just transformed and had a blackout and didn't know what happened. Right. But, you know, how did he do that after that? We don't know. So I like the communicators. That's all. TLDR. Sorry, guys. No, I think that's cool. I mean, it, it's like I said... If you eliminate common sense, you can stretch things out. They're putting in a bit of common sense with it. They're trying to make things kind of match up, you know? Yes. So let's see. We said we liked Hotaru and Chibiusa. I like that they're keeping the the cheesy helicopter. 
What the fuck was that, man? <laughs> it's straight out of the manga. I know, but come on. The fact that cracks me up. Look, look, I think it's a fact that we know that um, Michiro Hoch and Haruka are somewhat related to Bruce Wayne with all that financial backing. I mean, come on. <laughs> Alright, from my understanding, Tokyo is a pretty crowded place. Where the fuck did they land that? They landed in the street. They showed you. <laughs> it looked like they landed in the middle of an intersection. Yeah, it was an intersection. I think it was a four-lane intersection. <laughs> I'm sure the traffic people appreciated that, you know? You try something like that in New York City, they get their ass run over. <laughs> or scream that. Mm. All of the above. Yeah, because we got to go to work. <laughs> we got to be somewhere. This was in the middle of the night. There still got to be somewhere. You, you would think that the crowd is watching this, and then they should be looking over at, at Usagi. She'd be just like, like, the fuck? Is this your fault? <laughs> so what time do they roll up the carpets where you're at, Adam? The what? Sorry. Well, what I mean is where they, 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 they start shutting down the town in, in your city. What do you mean? They don't. Exactly. <laughs> doesn't shut down. My point exactly. But I, I would think that, you know, most parts of Tokyo would be the same way. There would be traffic all the time, and that would have been a bad idea. Uh, I, I've seen crowded traffic at 2 o'clock in the morning in Times Square. Yeah, but that's also the city proper. Usagi looks more like she's in the suburb kind of area. So it might be a little bit better over there. Probably. In the Gion district, isn't she? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's still really crowded. Yeah, I think it's still really crowded. I mean, it's just a, a district. Yeah, something like, like a neighborhood, you know. You know, kind of like how New York has, you know, Brooklyn and Queens. No, 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 no. No, because if you're going to say that, they're, you know, Brooklyn and Queens, when you're looking at that, those are definitely far enough away from the city that, you know, by 10 o'clock at night, the you know, unless it's a Friday or Saturday, you can usually speed on by. But it's not that bad. See, I mean, if you have the city of Tokyo and then the different neighborhoods, and if I'm not mistaken, you have to, when you're writing letters, you have to put the neighborhood and the city and so forth. I mean, here is like you can send letters to anybody in Brooklyn, Staten Island, Bronx, and Manhattan. Queens. Well, the, the Japanese are very organized. Yeah. They're, they're all about putting things into groups. I mm-hmm. mean, you have a different suffix for counting items i mean anything that whenever you're counting something it's ichi and then the suffix for that item person building whatever they they literally have a suffix for everything so it doesn't really surprise me that their mailing system would be just as organized yeah but yeah but what i meant to say was you don't write letters to people in queens it, it goes to that neighborhood in queens like Sunnyside, Astoria, and so on and so forth. Something like that. Okay. Any dislikes? 
I don't think there was a a dislike. I can't. I mean, there's the the little change, but that's not necessarily a dislike. It's just it's changed up a bit. All right. Well, if there's no dislikes, then what is this change? All right. So basically, there's two spots and they tie together. Um, it's where um, Kayla Knight tells Mimet to go fetch. Um, and you're already led to believe that Mimet, Mimet is actually the least powerful of the witches. Because when at one point when they list... Yeah, there it is. The levels of the chicks. Mehmet is level 40. Udiel, who they've already kicked her ass, mm -hmm. was level 78. So there's this conversation between the two of them where um, Kaelinite is basically telling her to go do the thing and um, stressing that, you know, Mehmet is basically going to fail anyway, but, you know, giving her a chance. Well, during the fight... Between V and Mamet, um, <laughs> right? Hang on, I'm getting, I'm flipping through to get it, get to it, so I can get this thing. Um, v starts really and truly kicking her butt, and Mamet's like, "Well, fuck, I need help," and she calls out to Kaolinite, and that's when Kaolinite basically says, um, "Where are you? There it is. You're a disgrace." but uh, I have these vessels that are not quite mature, and I suppose I got to give them to you now. Mm. Otherwise, you're going to lose. So, oh well, here you go. Have some Daimon. So we learn in this point that vessels are basically, when they're mature, they become vessels for Pharaoh 90, but if they don't get to maturity, they become Daimon, which is just defective vessels. The other thing that they, they talk about, and that was that I missed this part, I, I forgot to bring this up, my apologies, is back when she's originally talking to Kale and I, they talk about the Tau star system and how they must, um, uh, uh, basically they talk about their plan, about what the Tau star system is, what the Omega area is, and all of this. We got no backstory this time. Maybe that'll be in the next episode. Maybe. We'll, we'll find out. Right. We'll see if that if they get into it or not. Or maybe they're just leaving. Maybe they think that that's just muddied water that they don't need to bring it in. I don't know. But, you know, at this this is when Kayla Knight starts revealing bits and pieces of who they are and what their plan is and why they're doing what they're doing. And they actually left it out of this episode. Mm -hmm. Not to mention that they, they changed how she got the, the diamonds. So... Uh. Right the amulet right all right so uh, Steph, sorry yaten is not i'm trying to engage yaten okay, into I'm having her to, talk rather than one thing we didn't talk about though was um how chibiusa used her ginzui show to heal hotaru mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i thought that was really i mean that's a really integral part of the episode it magically had a chain when she pulled it out of her brooch <laughs> well it changed uh -huh. from being heart-shaped to being round shaped, that was kind of interesting. 
Well, maybe, well, maybe because of the magic, and when it sits in, it changes back into a heart format, you know? Well, uh, no, she flips it. Okay, I see what no, happens. She no, she flips, flips it open. open. She flips open the brooch, and it has the Ginzui show inside. Okay, so that's what it is. So there's but... a gem on the outside that has nothing to do with her power, and then there's the Ginzui show on right. the inside, which does. Yeah, I just think... I mean, it's straight out of the manga again, but I just think it's funny. It magically has a chain when she pulls it out of the brooch. I think it's really interesting, though, that basically Chibiusa was like, here, hold this, and I'll use it to heal you. So, I I mean, did any of you know that, that it could actually be used for healing people? I would have assumed so, yeah. given that Usagi has hers, you know? She usually, what we've seen her use it for is when people are, are turned into demons or when they need their energy back. But what we actually hadn't seen it very much as a you are injured, let me heal you kind of thing. Well, if you think about it, those demons are technically are injured, so she's healing them back to what they were. So, I mean... Okay. I guess I look at it like a healing factor is still a healing factor regardless of, of what you're using it for, you know? Okie dokie. Oh. It's always been big. I mean, we. I guess the thing is it's always been very big healing. You know, I mean, if you're going to, you know, D&D &D terms, we're talking right. about like level four spells, like mm -hmm. mass resurrection. Yes. <laughs> mass resurrection, that is not a level four spell. Oh, that on. is not even a... Come on. <laughs> Well, in that case, maybe uh, Chibiusa, her, her levels aren't strong to do big healing capabilities. Remember, her special attack only just smacks people in the face and doesn't do anything else. <laughs> so, Has she it. had a chance to attack Got anybody yet with that stupid thing? No. <laughs> Not yet. Here, Miner, here. Have, have a few hit points back. <laughs> 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 In that case, she used to be be the annoying ninja from FF7, uh, Yufiki Saragi. <laughs> God, nice. You're welcome. But that that was just a comparison. I mean, since it's basically a holy artifact, I mean, it just it seems to do really big things. But, I mean, it makes sense that it can do it in smaller bits because it's controlled by the person who owns it. Just I don't think we've seen it do anything like that before. All right. So what did we think of the appearance of Uranus and Neptune? Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I do have a couple of questions about that. About that. More like one. I mean, I noticed that um, I think Neptune's choker was different. You know, I noticed that. And very, very slightly, it's almost identical to the manga one. Almost, just a little spikier. It looks a little more deadly. Mm. Just don't look down. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something that I can say with the manga one that I have for my costume. You have to be very careful with how you move your neck. <laughs> <laughs> I've ended ow. up actually with scratches on my neck from it, and that's the manga one. I didn't that, do it. No, you didn't. Um, and that's, you know, where it's made out of a flexible plastic, and I've even filed down the edges so it's not so spiky. But it still hurts. <laughs> so I've looked at this one, and I'm like, uh-uh. 
Nope. Not doing it. Somebody will. Not doing it. (laughs) Well, the other thing uh is, if you take a look at the necks on Naoko's drawings, they're like swan necks. There are very few people in the real world that have long, elegant necks like that. Mm -hmm. That is not practical. No. What was your other observation, Ranma? They're gloves. Now, if I remember correctly, the outer senshi's gloves are shorter by the wrist. Yes. Now, I noticed... Just in Neptune. Say, yeah, okay, okay, you're in Inception, okay. In this episode, I noticed the gloves are going almost all the way up the arm. Either was that was on purpose or somebody messed up. The, well, it's inconsistent in the manga, yeah, too. Yeah. The, they go from having a three, like, like all the way up to the elbow to a three-quarters glove to being on the wrist. It's, it's also inconsistent in the manga. So someone had to make a call. <laughs> so I guess with Crystal, we're gonna probably see uh, Uranus and Neptune cosplayers with long with long gloves. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Either that the gloves are based on the situation at hand, like oh you're fighting somebody big, you're gonna need longer gloves. Well, if you take a look at the ending song, like mm-hmm. I just pulled up the, yeah. the picture of the two of them lying on a bed of roses. Mm-hmm. The ending song, it's like a three-quarter glove. It's like it's halfway between their their elbow and their wrist. So it's depend. It's just going to be just like the manga. It's going to be inconsistent. It mm-hmm. depends on who's drawing it and how well they feel that day. I don't know. <laughs> All right, they know where it belongs. Whether it up, whether or not it ends up there is a different matter. <laughs> oh, it's just probably just chalk it up to an animation flub. Fair enough. So is there anything else from this episode that you want to talk to? Talk about? What else did we have? I thought it was kind of weird that Mamoru and uh, Usagi didn't go together to the concerts. Oh, yeah. I actually kind of felt bad for Mamoru because he was saving the ticket to ask Usagi out and she just kind of was like look look I got these tickets from this hot guy uh huh <laughs> I was like "Oh, poor guy you gotta understand since Mamadou is a Leo that would have been a huge kick yeah that, that would have that would have stomped on his itty bitties quite a bit so I felt kind of bad for him and he handled it fairly well he was just kind of like yeah, well, I was going to ask you out, but um, I saw you had tickets, so I asked our daughter instead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, you said you were already going, so, oh well. Okay, manga-wise, okay, cool. They understand each other. Classic anime, they would have been, been at each other's throats over that. Yeah, I know. Well, that's because in, in the anime, Usagi is, like, even more immature than she is here. And Mamoru's just a giant douchewad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty I much. despise, despise Mamoru in the in the anime. He's just so he's so awful to her. But in the manga, you can actually see just how well they work together. Anime-wise, he's awful to everybody. Do you see the clothes that he's wearing? That's offensive to me. <laughs> No, he he actually was nice to Ray when they were dating. <laughs> for all of what? Two episodes? <laughs> no, that went on for a while. Yeah, it did. It actually went on for a, a while before. It went, on, it went on until 
basically she saw the two of them together and went, fuck. It's like, oh, that's right. You guys are a princess and prince. Fuck. It, and well, it makes me sad because, you know, one of the things I did like about manga uh, Ray is the fact that she was very independent and she's I don't know if she's a man hater or not. Some people make her out to be that, but she doesn't need men. Mm-hmm. Where in you know the anime, she's just as boy crazy as everybody else, and that's mm-hmm. just nauseating. I just think they used it to make it more relatable to people that to teenagers that were watching. Whereas now, I guess it's more like Ray has things she's got to deal with. So you know, it's not that. She she notices guys, but you know she has other things that are a little more important on her plate right now. She's got to focus and do her thing, you know. Yeah, she's just I don't well, have time for that shit. Well, the other <laughs> the other thing is I don't think they ever really got into her background in the anime. No, and that's a mm-hmm. lot has a lot to do yeah. with why she's not all that fond of men, right? Because of her dad and everything that happened. And I know it's jumping ahead too, but in the stars manga, her and Venus both flat out say no that there will be no men in our lives. We have our princess, and that's it. Well, that's after Yatan chides them. Yeah. So, it, it, like I said, I know it's jumping ahead, but they they will actually flat out say in the manga that mm. nope. That's not happening. We have a duty. And it's a big duty. And it's a big duty, too. <laughs> but does it, you said duty. But does the duty smell? <laughs> Wreck-It re, Ralph reference there, yay. Mm. Smell bad. <laughs> what smell? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, um... Oh my oh. god, next episode. <laughs> oh god, what is next episode? Hang on. Oh, we got we got to see their attacks for the first time. Well, they there's do. so much happening in the next chapter of the manga. I don't know if they're going to cut it off or not. No, we actually got to see the attacks in the last right, episode. Right, because one of those those things came after Mamoru and Chibiusa and it got deep submerged. Yeah. You learn in the next episode is the Holy Grail. You learn about that. Um, Uranus gets her space sword. Yeah. And we find out that uh, somebody special is a college freshman. (laughs) That makes her older than Mamoru, doesn't it? Uh, Well, isn't there like a two-year difference between um, Usagi and Mamoru? Yeah, so if Usagi's 15 in this, Mamoru's only 17. So he's a junior. So that would make her... It could be his last his last year. No, he's probably a senior. I think most Japanese uh, uh, retire. Ha-ha, graduate at 17. Yeah, well, they retire, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> 15 is their... Well, no, that's three years. No, it would be 18. Because... God, somebody would need to grab the very first where she she meets him on the bus because he shows his ID and it tells what grade he's in. And I don't even remember. Well, they're in their final year of which means he would have advanced the year. Oh, crap. So if they're in their final year, they're going into high school in stars. So that's when he goes into college. Because this arc and the next arc happen within the same year, I think. Right, right. But I'm talking in the very beginning when they first... Remember, uh, she was talking to Luna on the bus, and he's like, so what do you have to say, Luna? Uh Uh-huh. He whips out his ID. 
All right. I think that's a Ray episode. Uh, why is Stanley Turr? That's always interesting. Hang on. You were just using it as a bookmark. My oh, I forgot. This goes front to back. I'm going the wrong way. Whoops. <laughs> Doot, doot, doot. There's, there's Ray. Where's the bus? Oh, there it is. Ah. He, ooh, it's tiny. So he was a second year, so that would put him at 17 in this. So he, she was 14, he was 17. Because he graduates at 18. So he's actually in his last year of high school right. when they're in their last year of middle school. That makes him three years older. Because the girls will be 16 when they start. 17 for their second year and 18 for their third. I mapped it right. So if he's in his last year of high school, that means that Setsuna is a year older than him because she's in her freshman year. Oops, sorry. My bad. Whoops. Spoilers. <laughs> well, by the time they listen to this, the next episode will be out anyway, so. Yeah. Well, you warn about spoilers in the beginning. I so. do. Mm -hmm. I do. And they had no one but to blame but themselves. <laughs> read the manga. No, seriously, read the manga. Right. It's really good. So it's sad. The place that you could read it online is now gone. <laughs> there are other sites where you can acquire the manga. Believe you me. No, I... no, no. Be good people. Go on Amazon. Buy it. Also about I definitely say buy it, but there are other sites. Miss Dream has the entire thing up on her site. Oh, yeah, she does. Oh, yeah, Miss Dream mm -hmm. does have it. And she's got really good translations. Mm -hmm. And she also has links to um, where you can purchase the manga. Yep. Anywho, so, yeah, so, 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 person coming, ha, ha, ha. Hail, hail, yeah, the gang's so. all here. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh. it's a lot of stuff in the next, in the next chapter of the manga, so... What do you mean? When she gets all her senshi together and she spontaneously combusts. Uh, the episode of after that. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. She doesn't spontaneously combust. She spontaneously transforms. She spontaneously combusts in the serenity. Yeah, yeah that was real. She surprised the crap out of herself. I love that. I'm waiting for that one. It's going to be everyone's there and all of a sudden, poof, you have a serenity. What? Insta change. Mm hmm. Just add water. Let's just hope her hair doesn't grow again. <laughs> well, she gets bigger boobs at the same time. You sure we're not talking about puberty here? <laughs> All of my girls are here. Poof. Yay, puberty. <laughs> oh, All right. I never realized just how phallic the tear the actual Tau crystal looks like. I just flipped to the very last page of the manga. This is god-awful. Yeah, it is. No, no, no. Google searched the ladies' PGA Tour trophy. You're welcome. No, thank you. That's okay. <laughs> and if memory serves me correctly, there'll be one particular picture that pops up that'll make you go, I'm done. No, thank you. <laughs> I assume y'all have seen this picture before. No, we just so. we know you, so that's good enough. We can just tell by you know what's how you're presenting it that we're like, you know what, that's okay. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> Although I will say this, is it a surprise that our new person is studying theoretical physics? 
No, not at all. <laughs> I read that. I about peed myself laughing. So who is the instructor? Doc Brown? <laughs> Matt Smith. No, yeah. no, no. Mm-mm. No. So technically, if she wanted, she could go back in time and just have Albert Einstein do it. I'm done. Good She's night. not supposed to play with the time keys, you dumbass. She plays with her keys all the time. And you know this from personal experience? She even cool. gave her key to TV Utah. Okay, that's just gross and don't go there. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> she used to play with her key. Stop it! Just leave it on the couch, bitch. <laughs> Yate, you're terrible. Absolutely terrible. She wanted Yavaner to play with her keys. She did. She did, but he wouldn't touch her keys. <laughs> Now, so she pawned it off on her on the kid. On the kid instead. <laughs> You're part of Mamoru here. Here's my key. <laughs> Living vicariously through Chibiusa. God. Oh God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am out. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's enough. <laughs> oh God. You're welcome. <laughs> Is there anything about the episode that we want to discuss, or is that it? Yeah, it's, it's again, fairly straightforward out of the manga. Yeah. Just minus that one little bit between Mimet and Kaolinite. I mean, that's the only... Right. That's it. I can't think of anything then, else. Then everybody tell our listeners where they can be found. Well, she did say she's gonna get you back. Um, we can be found on the interwebs. Let's see how. Do not punch me, dude. No, that's it. Sit. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Say it is not Inuyasha. Come on, fam. Osorari. <laughs> I can go get the bead. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> they got sold with your costume. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, I was starting and you punched me. <sighs> the interwebs. Um, so, I know we're on Facebook and we have our regular cosplay page, which is Kinwoke Revolution, and then we have our business one, which is starlet.creations. Yes. I think. Yes. Okay. And then we have an Instagram, which is Starlet Creations. And we have a Twitter, Twitter, which is Starlet Creation. And we have a Tumblr that doesn't get updated anymore because we're busy. And But you can follow us still on there at Starlet Creations. Um... Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. I think that's everything. Etsy. Etsy. Well, our Etsy's linked through our Facebook page. So, there you go. Yeah. You done? I just I, had to I, 
It may not be done, actually. Oh. <laughs> now I'm done. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't remember looking at the calendar saying on the beat up the Saya day. I mean, mine says poke the Makoto day, but... Day, actually. Mm, I didn't get that notice. But anywho, outside of this awesome podcast that we do, you can find me and Mako Chan Tuesday nights on Vlog Network running Anime Jam Session. Uh, we're talking about anime, cosplay, everything in between, all the good stuff. And if we're not there, you'll probably find us at local events and conventions in the New York, New Jersey, Tri State area, and so forth. So if you see us, swing by, say hi, you know? It's cool. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Ranma, just to let you know, mm. you have a connection loose. Where? I don't know, but every time you talk, it's fuzzy. Yeah, it's just, a, it sounds like a little fuzzy, that's all. You sound like Frankenstein. Well, I will check the playback and see what's going on. But I know you will be anal retentive about it for Tuesday, if I don't tell you. Anyway... Thanks for listening. Our podcast runs every week and will usually be posted before the weekend. Catch us on iTunes and visit our Facebook group at The Crystal Chronicles. You can check out our website, too, at thecrystalchronicles.com, where we will be posting news, information, and episode breakdown. And Sailor Moon says, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Don't start that. Bye-bye. <sighs> I still have to hear that. That sounds in the dub. Yes. Good night, everybody. For more information about this podcast, check us out at thecrystalchronicles.com. Thanks for listening. Podcast no hikari wa no message. Kimikawa te ashokyo.